Welcome to the Fort Bragg PWOC podcast. Today I get to have a very dear friend join me, Amber Guerrero, who does all things children's ministry. She has two beautiful girls. She is the Awana and VBS extraordinaire. She's been at Bragg for about 10 years. She has an awesome husband who does ministry alongside her. She's been doing PWOC for about seven years. She currently attends Chapel Next and is teaching the Daniel study for the spring semester. Join us as she walks us through the story of the prodigal son. Good morning, ladies. I am Amber, and we are going to have so much fun. Now, if you don't have your Bible with you, I need you to push pause and go get your Bible because we're going to be diving into the world. It's going to be awesome. So push pause, go get your Bible. All right. So uh, what the Lord's laid on my heart is when we come to be a new creation in Christ, everything from our past is gone. It's wiped clean. We have this new beautiful life in Christ and it is amazing. So uh, let's begin. All right. I love fun shirts. I've always loved fun shirts. And uh, today I'm wearing my want to talk about Jesus. Let us pray. Thank you, Sunny. She knows I love that kind of stuff. All right. So picture this California Mojave Desert 1994. I'm rocking the coolest shirt at youth group. Might be reminiscent of an old Carmen song, but it was the next time Satan reminds you of his past, remind him of his future. It was an awesome shirt. I'm just saying. And of course, at 13 years old, I completely understood it. A hundred percent. Right. Sure. Um, I backtalk my mom. Oh, Satan, you're never going to remember that because your future is in the lake of fire. All right. So first verse of the day. Push pause and go to Revelation 20 verse 10 and let's see what Satan's future is. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Ladies, Jesus won and Satan, he's gone. Okay, ladies, in the end, he is going to be tormented forever in a lake of fire. All right. So picture that. Totally rocking that shirt. 13 years old. I am living the Jesus life in youth group. I'm on the praise and worship band, planning camping trips, doing VBS, all this awesome stuff. And then I hit 19 years old. And I started my prodigal daughter years. It was awful. And this is a huge part of my testimony. And uh, some people like Sunny, she shared her testimony. She was saved as a young child and she knew she was called to ministry. And that has been where her focus is. Uh, others, Kim Cover, she, she shared her testimony and she came to know the Lord uh, when she was 25. For me, I came to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was four years old and I was on fire. Ladies, oh, I will tell you, my mama can tell you, I was on fire. Everything was Jesus. And uh, then I hit 19 and I decided that I wanted to do Amber's will instead of God's will. 
and uh, the next six years were absolutely terrible. And uh, I'm not going to go into detail because my mom's looking forward to watching this. And she, there's just some things that moms don't want to know. Needless to say, um, as you can see, I came through it and God accepted me back with loving arms. And uh, there was a lot of years of learning that took place afterwards. But uh, God is amazing. So for our next part of our devotional today, please pause and turn to Luke chapter 15. And I even put little cheaters in my Bible so I can get there a little bit faster. All right, so all of chapter 15 in Luke is about Jesus seeking the lost. Uh, we've got the first one is the parable of the lost sheep. Jesus, he leaves the 99 to search for the one. And heaven is so excited about that one who repents. Uh, the next parable is the lost coin. And the woman, she has her 10 silver coins and she's missing one. And she's just searching. And uh, she, she tells her neighbors, rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. And in the same way, I tell you, there was rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Ladies, every time we have a new sister join us, there is a great big party up there. All right, so the next one, Parable of the Lost Son. And this is where my testimony comes into play. And Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. And not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, and he set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. Ladies, I left my good and gracious Heavenly Father, and I went out and I squandered the wealth with wild living. Verse 14, and after he had spent everything and there was severe famine in the whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. And he longed to fill his stomach with the pots that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Ladies, by the end of that six years, when I was 25, at one point, I was living off of people's couches, uh, stayed nights in motels, and uh, thankfully I had couches to stay on, but I had hit that rock bottom. Verse 17, and when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son and he threw his arms around him and he kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Ladies, when I hit that point and I came running back to the father, I, I just knew I was no, I was not worthy and it was the most despicable, but the Lord accepted me back in his arms. Verse 22, but the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let us have a feast and celebrate for the son of mine was dead. And he is alive again. He was lost and he is found. So they began to celebrate. And let's stop right there. 
get a little bit emotional. Give me just a second. We gotta, we gotta deal with this right here because this is not abstract. This was, this was my life and the Lord greatly welcomed me back into his arms. Pause and go to 1 John 1, 9. Ladies, this is one of my absolute favorite verses, and I try to, uh, I'm in children's ministry, and this is one that I try to get the kids to memorize early on. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Ladies, when I reached out to the Lord and he welcomed me back, all it took was for me to confess my sins, and he welcomed me back in his arms you know to repent is to to turn away and to move forward away from our previous sins not only did god forgive me and welcome me back in open arms but then he took that robe and put it on me and he put that ring on my finger he blessed me with an amazing family. He blessed me with education. He blessed me with friends. Uh, he blessed me with life eternal. And let's go ahead and finish this up because we've got to have the context, ladies. And meanwhile, this is verse 25. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. And when he came near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and he asked him, what's going on? And the servant replied, your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he is back safe and sound. And the older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him? But the father said, my son, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is found. Ladies, I was, I was lost. I was gone. But I am found and I am alive. I was dead, but now I am alive. God is so amazing. I'm telling you. So here comes the meat of our story. So living how we are now, uh, it, it has become apparent that it's easy uh, for, for Satan to remind us past things that happen. Uh, people have been popping back up virtually. They might be reminding you of things that God has separated you from. Uh, maybe you see somebody else's life and you're like, oh, I was never like that. I was never that good. I was never that perfect. Ladies, you are perfect. Pause again. Go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. And by the way, I can hear this in Gideon and Michaela Grenz's voice. Every time I think of this one, they're so, they're so cute when they do their verses. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Ladies, you are a new creation. That old self is gone. Satan comes and starts reminding you of your old self. That's gone. It is completely gone. 
You are in the Father's arms. Going for Psalm 103. All right, so we're only going to read a short part of that, but take time later today, ladies, to read all of 103. Wow, it is just profound how amazing the Lord is. I'm going to start at verse 12. Psalm 103, verse 12, and then we'll backtrack and read again. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Ladies, the east will never, ever meet the west. It is forever removed, forever gone. Those past mistakes, those past sins, those past reminders, that past life, it is gone. It is removed as far as the east is from the west. Let's backtrack. Psalm 103, starting verse 8. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Jesus Christ took the debt for our sins when he died on the cross for us. Verse 11, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone and it's place remembers it no more but from everlasting to everlasting the lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children ladies god is so good isn't he he loves us so much the lord is compassionate the lord is gracious the lord is slow to anger abounding in love and he does not treat us as our sins deserve he took that payment for our sins some of you might be thinking back to things that are in your past but amber you just don't know but amber i have these scars but amber i did these things i want to tell you a quick story about my best friend growing up my best friend growing up was my grandpa, Jess. He was amazing. And he and himself was a prodigal son. He was raised a firm believer of Christ. He went through seminary. He was living his life. Um, but he had an injury in World War II. And uh, he turned to alcohol. He became an alcoholic. These years of alcoholism, they not only ruined his body, but they destroyed his family. And shortly before I was born uh, in the 70s, it had gotten to the point where he had been hospitalized in the VA hospital for a full month because they thought they were going to lose him. Um, he turned away from those sins and he turned back to the Lord. And I never knew him during those times. I only knew him afterwards when he had returned to the Lord. And he was one of the most solid believers that I had growing up and uh, him and my mom and my dad, uh, they really 
help for me. They, they raised me in the Lord. I'm going somewhere with this, ladies. Just be patient with me. Joel, chapter 2, verses 25 through 27. A little context here. Uh, from the beginning of Joel to that point, uh, the prophet Joel, he is warning Israel that they need to repent uh, because judgment is coming. And it's an army of locusts that's going to come through and destroy them. And uh, the Lord is telling them to rend their hearts. And uh, they come to that point and the Lord tells them, if you repent, I will restore and renew you. And so these verses, Joel 2, 25 through 27, these were my grandpa's verses. And it says, this is the Lord speaking. I will repay you for the years of locusts have eaten, the great locusts, the young locusts, the other locusts, the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. And you will have plenty to eat until you are full and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel and that I am the Lord your God and that there is no other and never again will my people be shamed. My grandpa knew that in his sin, he had damaged his body and he had damaged his relationships and the Lord did restore his relationships, but that damage that had been done, he knew that when he went to be with the Lord, when he passed and he would go to be with the Lord, the Lord was going to restore him and restore him completely. Those years that the locust had eaten, the years that he had lost uh, through his sin, he knew that God would creating him a new creation. And this is my last sign, ladies. If you would please turn to 1 Peter 1, 3 through 5. Sonny's going to make fun of me, but I'm going to tell you this is one of my favorites. They're all one of my favorites, but this is one of my absolute favorites. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, never spoil, never fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Ladies, you may have those scars. You may have those physical reminders. You may have uh, those emotional mind reminders, but trust in that inheritance. God the Father has opened his arms to you. He has welcomed you back. He knows that there's pain. He knows that there's been suffering, but you will be completely restored when we go to be with the Lord. He will restore your relationships here. You have been restored to the Lord. And when we go to be with the Lord, we will share with that inheritance that will never spoil. It will never fade and it will never, ever perish. So next time you are scrolling through and Satan tries to remind you of your past, remind him of your future. When you have chosen to follow the Lord Jesus as your Savior and you believe in your heart that he has died for
for you and has taken on your sins, you have been adopted into his family and you will go and be with him. And Satan's going to be on that lake of fire. So don't be listening to him when he's reminding you of these things. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear gracious and heavenly Father, I just thank you and I praise you. Thank you, Lord, for your reconciliation. Thank you, Lord, for welcoming me back into your arms, Lord. Thank you for putting a robe on me and a ring on me. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me with family and friends and with a relationship with you, Lord. And dear Lord, I just pray for every single one of these ladies out there, Lord. I pray for those that are hurting. I pray for those who are in pain. Dear Lord, please just lavish your great love on them and let them feel warm and welcome in your arms, Lord. Please, please let them know that when they have turned to you and confessed their sins, those sins are gone. You have removed their transgressions as far as the east is from the west. And dear Lord, you are abounding in love. And dear Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. Please let us be able to go out and walk in your love today, Lord. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Megan. For Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word. 